everyone. Welcome to a special episode of Dance Matters Podcast. And why is today a special episode, Mum? Well, of course, it's Good Friday, so we thought we'd give everyone an Easter present and give them a Good Friday special release episode. Is there anything else? Anything else? No? Good Friday, a day off for everyone. Are you sure? 10th of April, let me think. Oh, it wouldn't happen to be someone's birthday today, would it? Mm-hmm. Charlie, how old are you today? 10! Big 10th birthday. It's Charlie's birthday today. So we have decided to give you an extra episode. We have done three episodes this week. We have an extra episode today for her birthday. And we have an extra special episode coming up on Sunday for Easter. But you need to listen right to the end to find out who's going to be our special guest on Sunday. Today we are doing a reflection on our first 15 episodes. Who would have thought we would have gotten here? From the day my dad came home and put the idea on our head to now. I am one of those people who once I have an idea in my head, I just need to make it happen. So it was literally a matter of 24 hours between him suggesting we make a dance podcast to the release of the first episode. What do you reckon, Charlie? Did it happen pretty quickly? It was crazy. One day we were talking about it, the next day you had a logo and a microphone. Since starting this podcast, what is the main question you get asked about it? I think the main question I get asked is why did you decide to create it? And I think the answer to that has evolved over time. Essentially, it started out with my husband listening to running podcasts and asking if there were any dance ones that you could listen to. And when we looked into it, we really couldn't find any locally made podcasts that would be interesting for both children and adults. From there, it became a chance to learn more and connect with you, I guess. I mean, I've made no secret that I am not, and never was, and never will be, a dancer. But I know that you are, Charlie, and it's what you want to do, right? Yeah. So I thought that this would be an opportunity for me to learn more about the sport you are so in love with. And I guess for me to become a better person who can help you reach and achieve your goals. I guess it was me wanting to educate myself so I can guide you, Charlie. Why did you want to start it? I think the moment you had the idea, I just thought, yes, of course. And the time we first started the did the first episode, I was just like, Mum, can we do it again? Can we do another one? Because it was just so fun and it was just a new experience. Then I guess what happened was after recording a few episodes, my reason behind why we were doing it kind of changed a little bit. I mean, I found that I would record an episode and be so excited about what I was learning from my guests. Every time we have interviewed someone, I've just loved personally being able to listen to their story and then being able to share that with other people. What's really resonated with me is that you see all these people on Instagram, Facebook, social media, and you see their amazing achievements, but until you actually sit down and talk with them, you don't get to understand the story behind all of that, the challenges they have faced and the things they have overcome to reach the point they're at. And I think that is what makes me keep going and continuing to record episodes. Because let's be honest, there is no money in this. In fact, That is one of the misconceptions I've come up against. A few people have said to me, oh, you've got an extra job. This is not a job, this is a hobby. And one that gives me great personal satisfaction, but no, I'm not making any money out of it. (laughs) In fact, it actually costs me money to run it. (laughs) And a lot of time that goes into it. And all of my beautiful guests who have given up their time to come on are doing it out of kindness of their own heart. What really keeps me putting out episodes too is the feedback I get from people. So please reach out to us, make contact, because we love to hear from you. And if you listen to a story or feel something or it resonates with you, please reach out to our guests and let them know because they are being so honest, pouring out their stories to us. I know it will mean so much to them to hear that you enjoyed their story 
or that you had some kind of connection to it. There is nothing better than hearing that you inspired someone or changed someone's thinking in some way. So let's go back and look at some of our episodes. Charlie, what did you think of our first couple of episodes? Oh, jeez, I don't even know who we interviewed in our first couple of episodes. We didn't interview anyone. It was our episode. Oh, the first two ones. Yeah. I was actually very surprised when you were filming your part of the number two, and I was surprised for how long you talk. When I was just like, oh my gosh, she's taking forever. And then I came in, and you're like, yeah, I've recorded 30 minutes. You spoke for 30 minutes? And Mum's like, yeah. So how you thought about our first couple of episodes was that Mum should shut up? No, it was, um, I think it was the beginning of a new journey. So do you think we were learning a lot of things about yeah. doing it? I think we were new to it. Yes, I think we were very new to it. And I was very excited. And I do have to apologise for my lack of editing skills early on. The first couple of episodes I was so new to the software that I really didn't edit them much. But now I have gotten much better at using them and have improved heaps from there. So I guess the first two episodes were just us having a bit of a chat and me talking about goal setting because it was the start of the year and I thought it was really relevant to talk about that at that point. Then episode three, we had our first guest. And how lucky were we to have the lovely Sam Turpin on? Charlie, what did you like hearing about from Sam? I loved hearing about all her training and experience because I, I'm hoping to follow a similar path to her. She is really one of my role models and I look up to her so much and it was really cool to sit and chat with her. Yeah, I was just so impressed by how well she spoke and how articulate she was yeah. explaining all of the things that she had done. And it was really interesting hearing about life on the ship Yeah. and her work with the Dream Dance Company. So cool. And episode four with, I should call her Miss Angelique because you won't know who I'm talking about if I just say <laughs> Miss Angelique, the owner of Dance Kinetic. That was a pretty cool to hear her passion for dance and for her dance school. Yeah, it was interesting to hear the ins and outs of how a studio actually operates and the different opportunities different dance schools can provide. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, and also when she talked about when she was in Luna Park. <laughs> you liked her story about her yeah. nice hairdo? <laughs> yes. Then we moved to the world of costumes, and I loved hearing some feedback from a listener about how this was their favourite episode because they had no idea about the whole process of costume design. The listener was saying that she was trying to find costumes for her daughter and was relatively new to the dance competition scene and had not known that there was a variety of designers you could go to where you could get some help. I liked finding out how she designs them and comes up with all the ideas. Do you reckon you could design costumes? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could draw the picture, never make them. <laughs> I couldn't draw the picture. I'm so bad at drawing. No, I just... No, I couldn't draw it. It would be in my mind. I'd just be like, yep, this beautiful dress, and it doesn't get down on the paper. <laughs> my big problem is I have no idea about the materials, so I really need someone to tell me which material works. And Yeah, I just feel like gemstones all the time. You would just bling it up, would you? Yeah, i just bling it up. <laughs> Amanda, episode six. What I loved about this was hearing about her career as a professional ballerina. The things you don't think about when you go to watch a ballet performance and the insight into her injury. The most resonating thing for me was just hearing about the challenges people have faced and how it has impacted or changed them. And I think Amanda's story just highlighted how sometimes life has a different plan for you and you need to adapt and overcome. I love finding out about her life as a professional ballerina. Do you think you're cut out for life as a professional ballerina? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Because I want to be a lyrical dancer. So we won't see you in the Royal Ballet. Mm, depends if someone changed my life. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> but you do understand that ballet is very important. Yes, and I do have a ballet solo. <laughs> and a tutu. <laughs> and a tutu. It's sitting there for the moment. A little bit sad when you walk past the tutu every day that's not being worn. It's killing me. <laughs> I love talking to Katie because she's been a real inspiration to me as a dancer. She has been so kind to me and really taken an interest in me. I feel like normally you see these amazing dancers and you don't get the chance to interact with them. But she has been a real role model for me and it makes me so happy that she has taken the time to talk to me. Yeah, Katie was episode 7 and that was really cool having someone nice and young on and she's just a really genuine nice person who was great to chat to and I love getting some insight into what doing college looks like because I've never really understand how you can dance and do school at that level at the same time. But I was really interested in hearing about the course that Village offer. Yeah, I want to go to full-time dance. The thing that she goes to. College? Yeah, that thing. Are you going to get your work done? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) That's a yes. (laughs) Episode 8 with Ilian has to be one of my favourites because of how open she was with us. She shared so much and her story was just really interesting to me. For those who haven't had a listen yet, Ilian was a champion trampolinist and at 16 she just walked away from it all, totally burnt out. Now Ilian had so much to share about that whole experience and her loss of identity and it just really got me thinking about burnout in kids and the risks we take with them doing so much. Ilian is just one of the nicest people ever and has helped me so much with all of my acro skills. She's just such a nice coach and explains things so well. Episode 9 was one I was so excited about doing. Yes, we were lucky to be able to get Sienna Osborne on. I really love hearing about what other dancers are doing and the type of training they do in order to be as good as they are. It really inspires me in my own dancing. And how cool was it to hear about the whole Australia's Got Talent experience? Yeah, it was really interesting to hear how talent shows are actually run and the ins and outs behind the scene. I'm going to be on Australia's Got Talent one day. Mm. I've been so (laughs) impressed by how well-spoken all our young guests have been. You might need to go get some tips off Sienna. Yeah. So speaking to Brad Green was amazing as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was guest on episode number 10 can't believe we were at 10 and getting such amazing people on for our first 10 episodes. I like getting a range of guests where you get to hear from young dancers perspectives but then also from people who have had experience working in the industry. So Brad is someone who had so much knowledge and experience as a dancer, choreographer, teacher and adjudicator. He was just really valuable to listen to. But the thing I remember most from that interview was our talk about self-doubt. And I think it's important for everyone to realise that no matter how successful you are and how confident you seem, we all have self-doubt. Do you know what I mean by that, Charlie? Yeah. What do I mean by self-doubt? You mean like you don't think you're good enough. Have you ever experienced self-doubt? Actually, yeah, I have. Sometimes when I think my little brother's faster than me. And what have I said about not comparing yourself? Just fight with the person in the mirror. That's right. The mirror is your only competition. (laughs) And look, we've all had self-doubt. I remember so many times as a teenager and a younger adult growing up, there was so much self-doubt. And even now as a parent, you question everything you do and you never feel like you're doing it good enough. But it's important to make sure that you realise that you are trying and you get up every day and you keep giving it your all and keep doing your best. And whatever you achieve that day is an achievement and whatever we don't we get back up tomorrow and we try again and we're not competing with other parents other dancers other teachers on instagram the only competition is the person in the mirror that's right okay 
So, from Brad Green, we then had... We then had our extra episode for week 11, where we released two in one week. It was pretty cool hearing about Angela Hamilton's work with Twisted Element and her Wild Hearts company. And I got to do the intro, which was really exciting. I liked hearing about all the cool different things they have done and I wouldn't have even thought or imagined doing. The biggest thing that came out of that episode, and it was episode 11, for me was the idea of don't wait for an opportunity to come to you, go out and create it. And that came about from her experience as a 12-year-old where she almost lost her life. It's so inspiring to hear how people have come out of experiences like that and absolutely change person. Definitely. And that links me to our absolutely beautiful episode with Beck Ansel. What an absolute ray of sunshine she is. If you have not listened to this one, you need to go on there and catch up with it. I walked out of that interview with just a sense of, I want to be a better person. She inspired me that much that I immediately thought, what can I do to improve myself? And what about her backstory? How inspiring to hear the challenges she has faced and come through. She definitely made me rethink how I go into competition and to refocus on why I dance in the first place. But I have to say my favourite part was her singing. She's amazing. Episode 13 then saw us interview the amazing Megan Bolton. Oh yeah, I can't believe he interviewed someone who was in the Wiggles without me. <laughs> it's been pretty fun finding her in old Wiggles DVDs since then. <laughs> we but, still got them. <laughs> but the best thing about that interview was just how raw and real it was and how honest she was with us. I'm still so thankful that she revealed so much of her personal struggles with us and I just know that her talking about those things will help other people. So thank you again, Megan, for sharing those with us and for being so open. Which brings us to Mitch Michaels, another amazing dancer who has packed so much into his career so far and shared a few of his own personal challenges and demons with us. Because one day I want to open my own dance studio too. I like hearing from people like Miss Angelique and Mitch who have gone and done that because it is such a big thing to go from being a dance teacher to then being a principal and owner of your own school. And that brings us to episode 15. This one was something a little bit different, but I think with the different times we are faced with, it's important to highlight how life has changed for many people and to offer strategies for people to deal with the situation. I was very grateful that Natasha allowed us to chat with her and join her in her online support group. And if you are struggling with the current situation, I would so encourage you to go on and join one of her support groups. They are free, they are online and available from your house. And Natasha has so many skills as a life coach that she can really help you out with in this situation. So that was Natasha Crane from Natasha Crane Creations if you're looking for that online um, support group. Can you believe that we have already released 15 episodes and we've only been doing this since the end of January? It is so crazy. Right, Charlie, I want to touch on the top five things that you have taken away from the podcast we have done. These are mine. So these are my five takeaway tips. My first one is to separate your identity from your hobbies or career. I'm not only a school teacher. You aren't just a dancer. We are so much more than that. Because if your whole identity is caught up in what you do, then if for some reason that thing disappears, if for some reason you stop being a dancer or you can't be a school teacher anymore or you decide to go on another path, then just like with Amanda or Elian, you lose that sense of identity. 
So it's important to remember that you are so much more as a person than just the thing you do. Another thing I took away was to keep in check with your dancer. Always check in with them that they are dancing for the right reasons to avoid burnout. Loving the dancing is far more important than anything else. You don't do it for the trophies, you don't do it for the titles, they've got to do it because they love it. Another thing I learned, so this is number three, everyone is fighting their own personal demons, no matter who they are and how confident they appear. Number four, talking through issues and sharing them is sometimes the best therapy you need to work through those demons. So sometimes you need to sit down and have a chat on a podcast with me, (laughs) <laughs> and then you can get through with you, okay? With me. Yeah, and then you can get through some of those things you're struggling with. Does it have to be with you? Yes, it does. Okay. And sure. then, <laughs> finally, my number five is that you are more valuable than a trophy or a big win. And as a parent, it's our job to promote intrinsic motivation <laughs> rather than relying on the external. So when they walk off the stage, you need to ask, "Did they feel good about it? Did they enjoy it?" Not. Did you win? A good day is not defined by how many trophies you took home that day. A good day is defined by did you achieve something? Did you have fun? Did you perform well? Did you do something you haven't done on stage before? Look at encouraging them to feel good about what they do rather than worry about the external people. Giving them validation. Tell me, what are your top five things that you took away? Well, okay. First one, not to judge myself based on what others think of me. And not to get upset by what others think about me. Number two. From Beck Ansel, I learned to stay positive and don't base your self-worth on whether you get the trophy or not, but on how you personally performed and if you achieved a goal you had set. The third thing I learned was again from Beck Ansel, and it was anyone can sing. Mm, I'm still debating that one, Beck. I agree with you, anyone can sing, but whether they can sing well, I'm not so sure. I can sing well. (laughs) Carry on. The fourth thing I have learned is that I need to consistently communicate with my parents about how I am feeling about everything and anything that might be troubling me so they can help. Finally, I have just loved learning so many interesting facts about people, like that Megan Bolton once played Henry the Octopus in the Wiggles. It still surprised me. Oh, I did mean to say one thing that I know you have learnt how to do during this podcast. Do you know what you've learned how to do? No. Say the word choreographer? Yes, I have. <laughs> choreographer. Now, obviously, since recording our first 14 episodes, the world has literally flipped on its head. Life as we know has turned upside down and has totally rocked our dance world. I'm missing dance so very much. And whilst it is exciting to have all these online classes where you can access different choreographers, it just isn't the same. I miss seeing my friends and I miss actually learning face-to-face from my teachers. And the current situation has had a little bit of an impact on our podcast. One of the things I'm missing the most is actually face-to-face chatting with my guests. Whilst I'm so grateful for technology that is enabling me to connect and interview people all around the world, I'm missing actually sitting down with them at my dining table. Now, obviously my interviews have taken a slightly different course in terms of our conversations and questions, but I am trying to remember what our podcast was designed to be about, and it was never meant to be only about the current situation. It was meant to be about the guest stories and what has made them who they are. So now, of course, the current situation is playing a part in all of their lives, and we will touch on it. I don't want it to be the main focus of every episode. So expect to still hear the real human interest stories and learn some surprising facts about your dance idols. Another thing it means for our podcast is that a few guests have found they have some extra time 
So we've actually managed to record a group of interviews in a short time. Now, whilst we're hopeful that our lineup of guests will continue to roll in, we are also mindful that we won't always have a heap of interviews stored in the bank. But for the moment, whilst we have some amazing interviews stored and ready to go, we are going to do a few special releases and have two episodes a week at times. So who are some of the exciting interviews we have coming up, Charlie? We have the amazing Elle Dimoth, Molly Brown, Rory Darkins, BJ Rourke, Lucy Doherty, Sabrina McCarthy and a very special one that we are releasing this week and I'll tell you who it is at the end. I hope you've enjoyed listening to the interviews as much as we have enjoyed recording them. And please get in contact. The late hours of editing have been made so worthwhile when I get feedback that people are enjoying the podcast or that they have learnt something from listening. Okay, so Charlie, drum roll. Who are we releasing this week? Lewis Schilvok. Amazing. We can't wait for you to hear it. Go back, review those episodes that moved you, get in contact with us, and we'll catch you next time. Happy Easter, everyone. Bye. Bye.